welcome to Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Royalty free music provided by Kevin MacLeod, Plate Mail Games, and Tabletop Audio. And now, to adventure. Hello and welcome. I'm Chris Buckner, Primary Dungeon Master for Knights of Roleplay and Adventuring Podcast. This is episode number 12, Just the Tips, Cooperative Storytelling. So this episode, it's for both players and Dungeon Masters because I feel very strongly that running a D&D campaign and being part of a D&D campaign, whether you're a player or a Dungeon Master, it is a very cooperative experience. The most important thing for me regarding the plot is that the dungeon master and the players cooperate to tell a story. In my opinion, it should never be the dungeon master versus the players. And that is something that I have seen sometimes with certain dungeon masters where it seems like they kind of feel like it's their job to try to kill players during the game. And and that's not, that doesn't happen very often. I don't run into a lot of dungeon masters that are like that, but I do remember one of my friends said that my other friend mentioned that he doesn't feel like he's doing a good job as a dungeon master unless he has killed at least one person during an adventure. And I thought, wow, that is really not the kind of dungeon master that I would feel comfortable playing with. And I have met some people that are sort of along those lines. And it can be very tricky because if you're a dungeon master, you want to have fun telling your story. And it is very easy sometimes for dungeon masters to get so invested in their characters, particularly if if it is during a combat encounter, where sometimes the dungeon master will try to do things that will sort of counter things that the players are doing because they're so invested in a certain NPC or a certain character that they're running. And of course, you know, you have different players that sometimes get so invested that they start doing certain things as well that can be, you know, mildly disruptive. I mean, it happens on both sides of the fence. You get the dungeon masters who are like that. You get the players who are like that. Sometimes you get a combination of the two, but essentially it's just, it's really important for me that the players know that I'm not trying to kill them, that I'm not out to get them, that, you know, I have a certain story in my mind and I want them to help me to tell that story. And one of the many ways that I try to get players involved in this cooperative storytelling is by trying to work character backstories into the plot, because backstories can create some really great uh, content as well as even like entire story arcs. And it facilitates the players being more invested in the game and knowing what motivates the characters can be helpful as well if you're familiar with their backstory and and you know what their characters are trying to do and what their goals are. That can really help a lot with um, regards to sort of developing uh, a cooperative plot within the overall story that you want to tell. And on a side note, you can also, you might want to ask players to keep back stories to maybe like a page or two. And I say that specifically because I've had players who have given me like, you know, four, five, six page backstories. And when they do that, not only is it overwhelming for me, if I want to sort of 
incorporate some of their backstory and then I have to go read it through like this giant novel of their backstory. But it kind of doesn't always leave a lot of room for character growth if they have all of these things written out in great detail and they've sort of backed themselves into a corner where it can be difficult for them to grow, you know, for their characters to grow. So you may want to ask them to, you know, keep their backstories to a page or two so that you have room as the dungeon master to kind of play with some of the details that are maybe deliberately vague. And as a player, you know, it's, I would encourage players to write things into your backstory where you have some things that are very specific and some things that are a little bit vague because dungeon masters can really take both of those things and run with them. And if you leave something vague, the dungeon master can make something up that you might find really interesting. And it's something, again, like if you wrote everything in every single possible detail about your character backstory, the dungeon master would have a hard time making things up. But if you leave something a little open-ended and they throw something at you that you kind of weren't expecting and you gave them that freedom, then it can be a really fun collaborative uh, effort for you and the dungeon master to work together for something like that. So working backstories in can be great for a lot of reasons. And being open to content created by the player, which again can be connected to their backstory, or if you just happen to be, you know, in the middle of a campaign and someone says, you know, I think it'd be really cool if there was like this area of the world where there was like some unknown race of people and maybe you can find some information about them in a history book, but they've largely gone unnoticed over the past like, couple of centuries. The dungeon master might say, hmm, that's an interesting idea. And it could be something that the player just randomly brought to the dungeon master and said, hey, I'd like to kind of create some content for the campaign world. And if you're a player and the dungeon master says, yes, that's a great idea, and the dungeon master is excited, then you get excited and everybody is excited because you're you're working with the players to put this brand new content in that that specific player or maybe a couple of players design themselves. So that can be a really great way to add to this idea of cooperative storytelling. Another good idea is to allow character decisions to affect the plot. I mean, obviously, as the dungeon master, you want to try to execute the major campaign plot points as you intended, you know, if possible, but you don't want to railroad them. You want to try to keep the sort of transitional plot a little more fluid. You want players to feel like their decisions are affecting the world. And even if you have some kind of an idea that is very fundamental to your story and a player does something or come up, comes up with an idea that kind of throws a wrench into your plan, at least consider the idea of maybe modifying that major plot point based on what the players are doing. You know, you have to really try to find a balance. It's a good idea to try to find a balance between saying, you know, these particular plot elements are going to be as is, but then not forcing the players into it if they come up with something unexpected and something creative. You want to be able to work with them as much as possible, but you also want to try to tell the story that you want to tell as as the dungeon master. So, you know, you don't want to railroad the players into every plot point. You want you want to make sure because then they don't feel like their characters' actions really mean anything. And you want to always try to remember that the characters, they are the heroes of your story that you're trying to tell. So you never really want them to become merely spectators, just watching as 
events unfold around them that they can't even influence. I mean, you really, it's very important for the players to stay invested and to feel important by having the dungeon master try their best to really make them the heroes of the story, which again, if you have dungeon masters that are kind of, you know, they feel like it's them versus the party, that doesn't really help the players to get invested in the game. So try to make sure that the characters are the hero of your story. And when it comes to the plot, try to vary the plot. You know, don't let the game stagnate on one plot point for too long. I have definitely made that mistake in the past where I had a certain storyline that was going for like five, six, seven adventures. I don't remember quite how long it was, but players were getting a little bored with it. They were trying to make headway and I kept having these obstacles that kind of got in their way and I didn't really mean to do that to the extent that I did it. But, um, you know, it was a learning experience for me as a dungeon master to not stay on any one plot point for too long. And another important thing about cooperative storytelling, and this is something I kind of have mentioned a little bit already in this episode, but you want to be able to improvise. When I talked about wanting to have a certain plot point happen a certain way and then players kind of throwing a monkey wrench in there and then you sort of adapting to it, that's the idea of basically improvising. And sometimes it can be something as simple as you're in the middle of a combat encounter and somebody does something really creative and very inventive and very resourceful and suddenly you think, ooh, this is going to break my encounter wide open. <laughs> and that, that, that has happened. And there's, there's a really, really good example of this in a recent episode of Critical Role that I watched with Jester and the Cupcake. You can look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about. But, you know, Matt really, he was, he admitted that he was a little bit disappointed because that plot point didn't go the way he wanted to, but he was never more proud of Laura for doing what she did. So again, it's a good example of being able to kind of improvise and not shut down a player. That's that's something that I've had happen to me and I've seen other players do it. Um, sorry, I've seen other dungeon masters do it to other players where the dungeon master will shut down what a player's character is doing because it, it, it throws such a big monkey wrench into what the dungeon master wanted to do that they just can't allow it. So they just make something up that shuts them down. But again, that kind of creates resentment between the player and the dungeon master. And you really want to be able to improvise around things, whether it's in combat, whether it's in a role play situation, whether it's, you know, just something that generally has to do with the plot of the game. You really want to try to be able to improvise um, and work with the players on things and not shut them down. You really don't want your players to feel like, their decisions don't matter. Like the dungeon master is going to railroad them no matter what they do. That if they come up with something cool that kind of breaks something for the dungeon master, that the dungeon master is going to shut them down. You really don't want those sorts of things to happen. It's not going to be fun for the players ultimately. So the last thing I want to say about this, and I could probably go on for a long time, but I'm just going to say that you want to check in with your players periodically. Ask ask them for honest, constructive feedback about the game, and then let that information inform your future adventures. You know, if people are partway through the campaign and things are going in a certain direction and the players are really bored or they're very frustrated or they're just not having fun for some reason, I mean, it can really help to check in with them once in a while. And even if you're super invested in this plot that you have and 
nobody is enjoying it, then you're going to have to kind of, again, improvise. You're going to have to pivot and turn and maybe try something different. Maybe it wasn't what you wanted, but again, you want to have this idea that everybody is cooperating to tell a story. So you can't just say, well, this is what I wanted and, and that's too bad for you. You know, if you were a player in that situation and the dungeon master said that to you, you wouldn't be very happy with that. So you want to check in with the players, ask them for honest, constructive feedback, and then, you know, improvise around that if you need to, and just kind of make sure that everybody's happy and make sure that you are happy running it and the players are happy being in it. And again, just kind of move forward with this idea of cooperative storytelling. I hope that this episode has been helpful to both players and dungeon masters. And I will talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found. Our social media links, plus additional content, can be found on our website at knightsofroleplay.com. Please tell your friends about Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast and spread the word through social media. Your help and support are greatly appreciated.